majority of the time ahead. The reality of the times ahead. We are headed into some unfamiliar territory. We are living in a world full of uncertainties. Time is changing at such a rapid rate. Events are piling on top of one another. Before one world issue is solved, we got two or three coming behind it. Amen. Now we begin to ask the question, is the world coming to a close? Is this really the end time? Well, all indication is the Bible is right and somebody is wrong. I heard Jesus say, the end is not yet, but these are the beginning of sorrows. But keep in mind, that was over 2,000 years ago. Things that are coming upon the world, we may be wishing this was the end. Some of the things mentioned in the scripture does, doesn't look like a good day for the human race. Some changes are taking place right in the time that we are living in. Death is on the rise. Sickness is on the rise. Unemployment is on the rise. Famine is around the corner. Racial wars and more hatred is brewing in our nation. I heard Jesus said, because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Jesus said, for my name's sake, many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. You and I are living in these very times today. God has sent us various signs in the heavens above. But the world has totally ignored them. But waxed worse and worse. You are looking for peace upon the earth because we stopped watching the signs that he said, be ye ready, because you don't know the day nor the hour your Lord is coming. We didn't got blind to that. We still looking for a better day here. We are approaching a brutal time in the world we call the home of the brave, the land of the brave and the home of the free. We looking for a better day in it. But know this, we better wear this world like a loose garment. Prepare to leave at a moment's notice because that's all you gonna get. Sin is thick in the air and your flesh is losing its resistance against it. Now it seems like the world has uh, convinced the church it's all right to have a little sin 
going on and it won't hurt. I want you to know a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. If you, if you knowing, holding on to a little sin willingly, you will and I will lift our eyes up out of hell. Let that soak in. Jesus said, if your right eye offend you, pluck it out. Cast it away from you. It is profitable for you to go to heaven with one eye than to go to hell with a whole body. Amen. Back to the signs God has provided or shown in the heavens leading up to the opening of the seven seals and the trumpets and then the bowls. So let's go to Revelation chapter 6. We're going to read... Verses 1 and 2. Probably going to take a minute to get through this chapter. But we got to lose. Let's read verse 1 and 2. And as I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals. And I heard as it was the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, come and see. And I saw and behold a white horse. And he that sat on him had a bow. And a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. Well, the cherubim was one of the four beasts that told the first told John to come see. And he sent him an invitation to come and see what was about to happen. The first horseman riding a white horse of victory symbolized the spirit of conquest, identified as the man of sin, the Antichrist. This is not Jesus riding a white horse. Come on, somebody. Jesus won't be riding a white horse to the 19th chapter. Amen? Amen. And to symbolize the white horse, you've got to understand that the enemy, the, he said the Antichrist, he got to look alike. Come on, somebody. He's going to take control of the governments of buying and sales and being chief of the big dogs of this world ushering in the time of tribulation. Go to Second Thessalonians chapter 2. crazy book, but I, it's crazy, but I love it. 
Thessalonians chapter 2. Are we there? Let's begin reading at the first verse. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by words, nor by letter as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. It is at hand. Amen. The day has already arrived. Third verse says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. That falling away first is people falling away from the faith. Folks falling out of the church. Come on now. This epidemic has caused a lot of people to even not even think about whether or not there's church anymore. Amen. It is a weapon of the enemy. To the church. He that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. You are in a time of endurance. Come on, somebody. You got to shake yourself and go when you don't want to go. You got to shake yourself and pray when you don't want to pray. Amen. So, this great falling away going to take first place first. Then this man of sin being revealed, the son of perdition, the son of doom. Wow. Number four says, who opposes and exalt himself above that is called God or that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God and show himself that he, when y'all hear about this man being back over in Jerusalem in the temple, oh my Lord, it's going to be rough. Amen. That's going to be that the time of God's wrath is drawing even closer. Come on now. We, the church ain't got no being worried about the Antichrist. They need to be worried about God. Amen. Fifth verse says, Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these. Now remember now, these things was told over 2,000 years ago. Look how much closer we are. Sixth verse says, and now you know what withhold that he might be revealed in his time. But the mystery of iniquity do already work. Only he who let will let until he is taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed. And whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. And shall destroy with the brightness of it. He's not going to be destroyed until the church is taken out. 
You got to make sure you're taken out with the church. Amen. We ain't got no time to lose. Every moment of your rest of your life counts. Come on now. That lawless one, the Antichrist, will be revealed. Wow. When he's be revealed, the church going to be gone. If you be around when he come around, guess what? Somebody will tell you, you'd have missed it. The ninth verse says, Even him whom come is after the working of Satan, with all power and sign, he going to show some folks some stuff. He going to show some stuff, some people some power, James. He going to show them signs, and he going to show them lying wonders. Come on now. He lied to have one of his demons to rise up from the dead. And you be hollering about his God. Because it's going to be a lie. It's going to be a, a de, de, delusion. Huh? He's going he to he sort some pretense that you're going to believe a lie than to believe the truth. 10 verse says, And we have all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. The folks that's going to perish is the one that's going to believe this stuff. That's why you got to know the truth and make sure that you live the truth and make sure you get the truth on the inside of you so when this stuff come around, you're not so easily shaken. Because they receive, listen what it said. Because they receive not the love of the truth that they may be. Wow. If you don't love the truth, guess what? You ain't going to be saved. You got to have a love for the truth. Because they did not welcome the truth in their heart, but refused to love it. That it might save them. God Almighty. Truth came to save us. Come on now. The world has got you thinking that truth came to tie you down. No, truth came to untie you. Lies already got you tied down. 11 verse says. And this caused God sending them a strong delusion. That they may believe a lie. Oh, Lord, have mercy. When you don't want to know the truth, God going to help them out. Ain't that what it said? Because they don't want to know it, therefore God sent upon them a misleading influence, a working of error, and a strong delusion to make them believe what is false. Good God Almighty. God said, if you don't want to know the truth, I'm going to help you to believe a lie. Wow. That's full of the world today. The religious, religious world is full of lies today. How many know religion ain't going to save you? 
They ain't gonna save you is Jesus Christ and the truth of his word. Amen. Verse 12 says, that they may all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure. Wow, can't you see the world? Have pleasure in unrighteousness. So now you see why we have to do check and balances on our life. Amen. Go to Isaiah chapter 14. And, and, and I notice a lot of time that <coughs> the world try to exclude the Old Testament until they get down to where it's talking about blessing. Talking about blessing, they want to include it. Huh? But when they're talking about instructions and correction, they want to exclude it. 12th verse says what? How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which thou did weaken the... He did what to us? He weakened not just America, he weakened the nation. He weakened the world. Read the book. But thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into the heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the side of... He going back to Jerusalem. But when he do, you just want to say, uh-uh. Amen. You know why? Because God ain't having it. Wow. Read the book. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? that shake the kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the houses of the prisoners, and even all everyone in his own house. Look at what this man is going to do. And this spirit is going to be in a man. That's why the eyes that look on him is going to see a man. But they ain't going to see the demon that's in him. They're not going to see the devil that's in him. Come on, somebody. And, and, and to, give you, uh -uh, to give you a little bit, they didn't see the God in Jesus. How you think they're going to see the devil in this man? When Jesus came, they couldn't see the God in Jesus. And God done already told you in the past scripture we read that he's going to blind your eyes. That you're going to believe a lie before you believe the truth. This thing tight. Come on somebody. Did we finish that? 
Come on, let's read. As the raiment of those that are slain, thrust through with the sword, that go down to the stone of the pit, as a carcass trotting on the feet. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land, and slain thy people. The seeds of evildoers shall never be renowned. Prepare slaughter for his children, for the iniquity of the father, that they do not rise, nor possess the land, nor fill the face of the world with cities. I will rise up against them, said the Lord of hosts, and cut from, from Babylon the name of the remnant, and sons and nephews, said the Lord. God going to do a clean sweep. Huh? You notice that he said sons and nephews. You know what they're saying? God ain't sparing no family members. When God come to do what he come to do, he don't care nothing about how you love your family. If your family didn't love God, he cutting them off. Come on, somebody. Quickly, let's go to Matthew chapter 24, verse 4. Many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And now, did you notice that he said they're going to come in his name, saying, I am Christ. And the one that's going to do this is going to be the spirit of the Antichrist. So he's telling you, take heed that no man deceive you. You got to watch out for your own self. You got to watch out for your own mind. You got to watch out for the knowledge that you receive. Because without knowledge, you're going to perish. Amen. For many will come on in on the strength of my name. Wow. So everybody that's hollering Jesus ain't going to be Jesus. Huh? Everybody that tell you they coming in the name of the Lord ain't going to be really coming in the name of the Lord. They're going to be coming in the name of deception. Why? Because at this period of time, that seal, that first seal has been broke. And somebody has got to conquer and this conquering spirit is not going to be God's spirit. And they're going to be out to conquer you. To deceive you. To turn you against the truth of God. And they're going to get the delusion and start believing a lie. That they don't believe the truth. Quickly, go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. Verses 1 and 2. 
Let's read it, please. Now, that in the latter time, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrine. Now, did y'all hear that? They gonna give heed to seducing spirits, giving attention to deluding and, dis and, and, and seducing spirits and doctrine that is taught by demons. Oh, if you gonna give attention to doctrines of devils, that means you get they got to teach you. Go ahead, Pastor. Yes, sir. Get back on. But you got to watch what you're listening to. Yes, sir lead you out there and you can't get back. Amen. So you got to watch it. You got to watch what you're listening to. Amen. Let's read, uh, let's go to Revelation. Back to Revelation verses 3 and 4. Chapter 6 verses 3 and 4. Now, when it said the seals is broken, now, you got to understand, the seals is being broken. That means events have been happening. Things are being loose on the earth. Things that, these things here are things that you have not never, ever experienced. Amen. And you can see some of them now. Let's read verses 3 and 4. And when he had opened the second seal and heard the second beast say, Come and see. And when another horse that was red, and power was given to him that set their peace from the earth, and that they should, and there was given him a great sword. Now, your peace is being taken away every day now. Huh? This, this, this demon, this red horse plunged into the earth. And he plunging the earth into war. He promised peace during the first three and a half years of tribulation, but no peace. He going to preach peace, peace, peace. <clears throat> like y'all, I ain't going to call his name again in, again in part of my lesson. <laughs> But you know his name. <laughs> he gonna make the work. He gonna make America great again. <laughs> so now the earth is subject to be into uh, a bloodbath and chaos. Men will be killing each other, taking away the peace. With the great sword, such which are we are experiencing today. Folks are killing just to kill. Huh? Uh, racialism is cranking up. 
said, it was on a low key, but now it's, it, it, it's rising to a high now. Amen. Trying to turn the world, the, the brethren, against one another. Amen. These are the times that we are living in. Come on, somebody. Go to Matthew 24 and verses 6 and 8. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. Oh, so these things is going to come to pass. These things are going to happen. There's nothing we can do to stop it. Why? Because the seal would be broken. And once the seal has been broken, guess what? Whatever it was designed to release, it's going to happen. Amen. So, seven verse says, For nations shall rise against nations and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famine and pestilence and earthquake in diverse places. Kingdoms and nations are already rising against each other. The high powers are already fighting with one another. Amen. Causing chaos to all nations amongst the people. I was looking at news today and folks have started getting some, uh, some seeds from China that they don't even know nothing about in the mail. And they telling them don't open them. Don't know what they is. Don't put them in the trash. Don't know what they is. Amen. All of a sudden, people in America are getting seeds from China. And you do know that, that China and y'all president is, is, is at war with each other. These are the times that we're living in. But yet still, we're not looking for God to do, we're, we're not looking for the will of God to be done. We're just looking for something to get better. And it ain't going to get better. Guess what? We the ones got to get better. Stop looking for the world to get better. We got to get better with God. Come on, somebody. That's our only escape out of this. Amen. And it said that there should be famine, pestilence, Earthquakes in divers places. I remember we used to read this scripture many years ago. Now you see this scripture coming into reality. Come on, somebody. You see that the earth is quaking everywhere. You see pestilence is rising from everywhere. Amen. 
And you just want to prepare yourself for the locals because they coming. Amen. So you beginning to see these things happening in places that you hadn't been hearing. Things go down, but now because of the word of God, it must go down in diverse places. Amen. Many people is going to be suffering behind what is coming down on the earth. But look what God said. Eighth verse says, and all these are we in for a ride. We're not escaping. Come on, somebody. We wish we could, but it's not happening like that. Amen. So now we got to ride it out with the world until Jesus comes. You just got to make sure that you hold on to the truth until he comes. Amen. So. The red horse appeared and went forth and his rider had a great swoop and power to shorten lives and take peace from the earth. Wow. And to cause men to kill one another. And to cause bloody warfare and internal strife. Internal strife. He got more, there's more strife going on in the nation than it is with other nations. Amen. We, we're a nation now that we're so wide open now that anybody can come in and take over. Because guess what? We're right, we're, we're, we're practicing civil war. The breaking up of all established orders that was here is now being broken and set forth. There will be no peace on earth until the return of Jesus Christ. Now, there ain't going to be no peace on earth until the return of Jesus Christ. Now you see why we need to be preparing ourselves to leave the earth. Because there ain't going to be no... Why want to stay where there ain't going to be no peace? Why make preparations of stand? Where no peace is going to be. Amen. Let's go to Revelation 6, verses 5 and 6. <coughs> These are the times that. We need a reality check. No point in us dreaming. Hey Amen. This is real. Verses 5 and 6 says, And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. He that sat on him had a pair of balance in his hand. And I heard the voice in the midst of the four beasts said, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, 
and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Amen. Inevitable, after following the war, the black horse comes. And when he comes, he brings in famine. Famine is going to rise on the scene. Depression will be smothering the earth due to the famine in the earth. Depression in the 1920s and 1930s was nothing compared to the wars that is coming upon the world as we live in it today. But then he said, hurt not the oil, which is similar luxury. Ain't going to be no more luxury. Come on, somebody. Amen. But there will be none in that day. The world shall be cast into a terrible time of hunger. Amen. The rider is a conservator of the food. He gonna be the one that's gonna be in control of the food. See, like that would be an ideal time for the uh, 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 triple sixes to come into play with. See, like that would be a, a perfect time for you to get the market if you want to eat. Amen. The oil and the wine seem to indicate a situation where luxury was an abundance and necessity at a famine price. Good God Almighty. Just think the price don't get jacked up. And it's he right. And it's going up higher. Possibly meaning that the rulers and the rich had plenty while the common people were in want. Famine had already been a handmade and a byproduct of the aftermath of war. Whenever there's a war, there's always a problem in the food issues, and there's always a problem in, in, in the economics after a wartime. Come on, somebody. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 19. shall be moved at his presence and the heart of Egypt shall melt in the midst of it and I will set the Egyptians against Egyptians and they shall fight one against his brother and everyone against his neighbor city against city and keep don't that sound like America right now amen 
We didn't start fighting against one another. Used to be neighbors. Now we didn't become enemies. Amen. Used to be welcome in the cities, and now they don't want you in their city. Come on now. Jamaica and, and, and Bahamas done shut their coasts down. Don't want y'all over there. Used to be your vacation spot. Don't make no difference if you got a green card. You can't come no more. Your passport don't mean nothing now. I thought I went and spent all that money for it. destroy the counsel thereof, and they shall seek to the idols and to the chambers and to them that have familiar spirits and to the you're gonna start looking for some help but you're gonna be looking for it in all the wrong places come on now you're gonna be running to some of these inspirational speakers Trying to inspire you. You better be inspired by the truth and the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost can't give you no inspiration, you need to check out your holy. Verse 4 says, an Egyptian rule over them, said the Lord. The Lord of hosts, and the water shall, and the river shall be wasted. And wait a minute, you gonna run on a water shortage? He gonna dry up the rivers? Six verse eight, and they shall turn the rivers far away, and the brooks of the fish shall be emptied and dried up. And the reed and the flax. You know what this town uh, kind of tells me about? The, 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 the war of Armageddon. He's going to dry up the river. And it's going to be by way that they all going to travel to Israel. To make war against Jerusalem. And God said when I get through with them. That the blood is going to run as high as the horse's brow. God know how to set you up. Huh? If you can be set up, God knows how to set you up. Read the book. The paper read by the brooks, by the mouth of the brooks, and everything sown by the brooks shall wither, be driven away, or be no more. The fishers and all that cast anchors into the brooks, and they shall spread nets upon the water, and shall and guess what? And the, and, and the freest food you can get is the fish. And you ain't going to be able to find him. Wow. That's going to be a tough time. That he's going to dry up the rivers. You ain't going to even be able to go and fish. If you food. The 
Yes, sir. Is back. Make sure he is. Them little symbols and them, them little uh, inspirational talks they be trying to give you on Facebook. You better watch that mess. that the virus that hit is quick. 
The violent heat is slow compared to what God is talking about. This is going to be quick. 